I'm Derek. And I'm Noah. And you're listening to A Bite Of, where we take our current favorite pop culture obsession, and you know what? We enjoy it one nibble at a time. One nibble. One nibble. At a time. Yeah. You gotta get the time. Right. <laughs> the wristwatch. That's too much. <laughs> Look at this. That's nice. So, <laughs> so today, that was very distracting. <laughs> today... We're talking about One Piece. Have you live heard of action. it? Yeah. Have you? Number one on Netflix for the last two weeks globally. Since like August 31st. Hello. <laughs> taken over the world again. It's taken over the world in manga. It's taken over the world in anime and now live action. We have tons to talk about with this. I mean, is the curse lifted? Was there even a curse in the first place? Also the cast. There's just so much. They're just little cherubs. They're little tiny cherubs. I just love them so much. I yeah. watch all of the content and oh. they're just so delightful. We have tons. That I There's specific ones that I want to make sure people watch. We have to call those out. We'll, we'll call those out. We have some stuff brewing in the background. You know, there's tons of content coming out now. But with content, you need content creators, actors, writers, you know, people that should get paid fairly for the things that we consume constantly all the time. They're not doing that. Tell them about the greedy ghouls. The greedy ghouls still, still to this day, have not decided to go back to the table with SAG, Writers Guild, to give them fair pay. Yeah. It's insane. I just, I, I every day I keep seeing something like the Warner Brothers executive is like, we hope to get these strikes resolved fast. It's like you could have done that day one. Yeah, and they they keep saying things like, well, because of the strike, we're going to lose 300 to $500 million. And it's like, well, the group is only asking for $47 million. So what are you doing here? Literally 0.18, like 0.9%. Exactly. Yeah. It's greed. It's, it's all just greed. It's insane. So down below in the show description, or if you're watching this on YouTube in the description as well, there's links. If you want to know more information, links to donate, it's still going on no end in sight. So educate yourself just a little bit on what's going on. Um, but we have things that are coming down the pike. And if you want to know about that stuff, what's the best way to do that? Call, Call us on the phone. <laughs> Our phone numbers are <laughs> nine one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe that was one. OMG. They know. <laughs> There's going to be Easter eggs throughout the rest of our podcast. Smart. Career, and they can put together the phone numbers. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. <laughs> but follow us on social media, a bite of pod, anywhere. Rate, review, subscribe, do all that stuff. That's how you get notified. That's how our show gets shown to more people. Build the community. Build the Abide of community. Absolutely. Yeah. Please do. All right. Please talk. I will. <laughs> okay. All those things. But also, we have to issue a giant spoiler alert. This yes. is, we're going to be talking about all eight episodes of the Netflix series. And this is going to spoil the anime and the manga for you as well. So, yeah. gum gum spoilers. Uh, this is the devil's fruit of, <laughs> fruit of spoilers. Okay. You've been warned. It I is- would say just for like the show. I wouldn't say for the entire series. So just just to forewarn people. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. This These chapters. Of yes. It. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let us officially take a bite of One Piece live action. Yay! Woohoo! Yeah. So just to set up a little bit about this world. So One Piece as a property has been in existence since July 22nd, 1997. <laughs> you, <laughs> you put the exact date. <laughs> the anniversary. It was just the anniversary. And it's still going. So yeah. it, it's created by a man named Eichiro Oda, who has been part of the manga industry since he's 17 years old. He won a contest which got the eye of Shonen Jump, which is the hugest Shonen manga magazine right. in Japan. And at 17, he was an apprentice to three major mangakas, manga creators. And then I think something like two years later at 19, he was hired to write One Piece. It's insane. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously the man is a genius. Before he, he was like a full adult. <laughs> he was still a teenager. It's like, yeah. what, what was I doing at 17 yeah. years old? I can't even remember. I mean, not impressive. Apparently. Inaki, the guy that plays Luffy, 19. 19. Well. Oh, it's Kismet. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And it absolutely is. 
And so literally, I mean, just to give you some stats, currently there are 103 volumes of the manga. There are 1,091 chapters of the manga. The That's just the manga. That's just the manga. <laughs> the anime has been running for 20 seasons. It started in 1999. It is ongoing. It has currently 1,075 episodes. There yep. are six OVAs. 14 TV specials and 15 movies. I it's I mean is it the longest running thing ever? I think I saw that uh the anime Doraemon has something like 1200 episodes but it's getting there. Uh, yeah, I've I, never even heard of I, that anime to be honest. You've seen him though. He's this really cute blue cat and he has a red nose. Oh. Yeah. Never seen an episode. Yeah, of that. I, that's. The, I definitely got the name wrong, but I, I, I saw that stat in my <laughs> while I was doing my research. But the thing is, is that so the, I probably have seen it, but you just totally saw yeah. The name but wrong. I definitely described him correctly. <laughs> uh, but this has been around for literal decades. It's been around for since a lot of us have been alive, like and and especially in the formative years and everything. I this series as a whole, the One Piece as an IP has always just been there. Mm. Even if, I think I had asked you at some point, I was like, you know, even though, you know, haven't finished, obviously, the anime, it's a big undertaking, but I feel like it's worth it. Did you know about One Piece, even though you weren't watching or reading it? And you're like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, me too. I just like know about it and I've never consumed any of it. So I feel like this is one of those special IPs where it's just always been in like the zeitgeist of everything and now we're finally getting like every type of media of it so now it's just easy to consume absolutely and i am totally kicking myself for not getting into this much earlier in my life because when you hear those stats i mean over a thousand episodes you're like how how am i gonna do this i do feel like though so like these like shonen animes they if you've watched them before they're very much like long form of storytelling Mm -hmm. and you know, I think a lot of people have watched like Dragon Ball Z and it's like a fight can go on for like 10 episodes. Yes. And that's kind of Majin how Buu. this is. They did like what, a hundred chapters, I would say maybe for this one season of TV, but they shrunk it down into eight episodes and they still miss stuff. But I feel like in live action, they kind of need to do that. But anime, it can kind of be a little more longer and it's yeah. like, I'm, I need to watch like eight more weeks to finish this fight. <laughs> right. And I think for me as an anime viewer, the first anime that I fell in love with was Sailor Moon. Surprise. And so Sailor Moon, I mean, their seasons had overarching things that happened, but a fight literally happened in the last, in the second act of the show. Right. So they transform, they beat that villain, they go on to the next day. So that's what I was used to. I was also used to a team in matching outfits. Oh. So something with One Piece where they're all so distinctive right. from each other, I think that my young anime brain couldn't wrap around that. I'm like, no, they transform and wear matching skirts. <laughs> Are they going to get uniforms? <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. When they become part of the crew, do they all wear hats? Yeah. You know, that's what I was waiting for, which wasn't the thing. So I think it was hard for me to comprehend that. Mm. And also my brother was a big fan of Dragon Ball Z and I would try and watch with him. But I was like, how are they still talking during this one fight? Yeah, I feel like Dragon Ball Z, I did watch a lot of Dragon Ball Z. I wouldn't say that I was necessarily a big fan of it. It was just a lot of my friends really were. So it was something that we did together. And at the time, we could have just been One Piece fans and, you know. And then we would have been been caught up. Yeah. Although if one of us would have watched it already, then you would have had to rewatch the thousand episodes with the other one. I think I'm more likely to rewatch something than you are. So I think I'd. Hopefully I would have. Well, there's just so much media out there. I can't spend time rewatching. But I will say that I was pleasantly surprised that you and I just kind of naturally finished this one particular arc in mm. One Piece. And it just so happened that's what this whole live action arc right. is about. Yeah, the re- us like watching it ended at the perfect time before we continue again. And one of the greatest things is that today, us recording this, they just announced that a second season is renewed, which... I got to say, just to like lightly touch on the conversation of like live action anime, we know it's been an issue. They've tried it many times. It has not succeeded. Even some people did like the Cowboy Bebop. Personally, I didn't like it Mm -hmm. just because it didn't feel like the show. This one, it really it had that something special. 
And I'm curious if you think, I'll put this question out there. Do you think it was just the right property to do it as opposed to some of the other ones? Like we've gotten Death Note, not great. (laughs) We got Cowboy Bebop and those are just really the Netflix ones. But do you think that this property itself and what it is was the correct one to do? I think that it's a couple of different factors. I do think that, yes. So when you hear about this show, right, if if someone gives you a one-line description about it, it's like a young kid, Monkey D. Luffy, wants to become the king of the pirates and find the hidden treasure, the One Piece. It's like pirates, a kid, but the overarching themes of friendship, of love, of loyalty, that's dreams, dreams, costumes. That's what (laughs) draws you into it. Those very human emotions. So I do think in that sense... Yes, it was the right thing to do. Um, there is an interview with Oda-san where he says it felt like the right time because visual effects have just gotten so much better. That's it, true. This is a huge world with so many different types of creatures that if we were doing this in, I would even say early 2000s, it would look horrendous. Unless they did literally everything practical. And exactly. Then the budget would have... Right. Building giant sea monster puppets right. and things like that. So... <laughs> I think that there are a couple of different things here that came together because when I think of sort of this, a Western version of an anime, the thing that always comes to me is the Dragon Ball oh. thing that came out. That was just, Dragon Ball evolution. Yes. I don't, I think that is the most embarrassing thing <laughs> to like, I mean, I would rather watch Death Note or Cowboy Bebop way more then I'd watch that one. That one, they just wanted to put a movie out and they mm. were like, Dragon Ball Z is popular. Right. Let's just completely butcher it and just not even talk to the people that made A hundred. And I, I think that there's also that thing of, well, we want it to be Dragon Ball, but we also want it to be like cool. An American. An American. Yeah. It's like, so they might still have fun hair, but not really. And they're going to dress in like black leather. And it's like, Whereas here in One Piece, they are very loyal to the designs that Oda-san created. Right. And that's what brings these characters to life. Yeah. Yeah. This show had a lot going for it. I actually was afforded the opportunity to meet the cast and some of the people that worked on the show way before the trailer dropped or anything. um, Thanks to Ron at POC Culture. So go follow them. Twitter. They're fantastic. Check out their website. They do tons of interviews and everything. Um But just to lightly, I wrote an article for them of my experience meeting them and just how excited I was. Even just the the tiny nugget that I knew of the show. I was like, okay, I got these characters. I know what these characters are supposed to be. And I know what the show should try to do. The second that this cast came into the room, me and the other people that were there to like meet them and interview them and talk to them, we all went, oh, no, this is them. Like Mm. how... Do these people exist as these actual characters? And I think that was the golden ticket that this show needed to really sell everybody. Because if you had all the actors that are 100% those characters, not even just look like them, but are literally them and sold it, they had to be 100% invested in this. And I think they were. And you all could, you could feel it. You could feel it through that show. My favorite thing is if you just, Googled the cast doing like all those pressy things. But my favorite one is when um, Inaki, who plays Luffy, met Oda, the creator of the show. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, yes, he is Luffy, but he's still a kid Mm. and he loves it. And the fact that the creator of the show was so heavily involved in this and thinks he's Luffy, it's just like so heartwarming. Yeah. And that's what the series is. It's like, it, it literally brings a tear to your Ugh. eye. And if you think about Inyaki, right, and then his parallel to Monkey D. Luffy, they are both these young people who are setting out to achieve their dreams, Ugh. who are meeting a crew of people that are helping them, helping them bring that to fruition. It's the same story. So Inyaki does such a good job of Luffy's you know, story because he's literally living it. Right, right. You know, and I think as a whole, you know, these, the the five members of the Straw Hat crew, they're so charismatic on their own, but when they get together, uh, there's chemistry there. You have to have that though, right? And in the series, you get more crew members that come in and just add to the thing. The core, like five, the, the core main members are really what like cements the series into where it goes. 
And you have to love those characters. And you, and same thing with the live action. If, you know, I think what was it? Oda was like, they were like, oh, you know, maybe we'll plan doing like six seasons, but we want to do 12. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if that's the case, these characters are in it the whole time. So like, you have to have these people that are really dedicated, but like love the role. Yeah. And you can feel that through the whole thing. Absolutely. And, you know, Emily Rudd, who uh, plays Nami, was a One Piece fan before she any of this even came up. If you watch any of the press junket thing, when I met her, uh, uh, not saying that any of them weren't fans, they all were clearly fans of the show. She, Her knowledge, just like the things that she would just say on the flip of a dime or like, you know, saying the names of the ships. I'm just like, you love this. Yes. So good. We watched uh, one, a, a thing that they were doing. One of those, like, it was like kind of like answer One Piece trivia mm. things. She knew everything. Yeah. Like immediately. And yeah. I, you could tell like sometimes she was just like holding off just to let, <laughs> right, let other right. people answer. But that passion shows through right. and that comes through in Nami. And I think there's something to be said about, you know, at this point in time, being the only female member of the crew, mm. you know, and Nami really does have such depth to the character. And Emily did such a good job bringing that oh, to life. So good. So as far as the show itself is concerned, did you think that the the eight episode, it was eight, yeah. I always get confused. It's like, is it six? Is it nine? Is it 10? Is it eight? Yeah, which streaming service are we on? And, oh, yeah. my God. So do you think that the eight episodes did a good job of like being like, this is what the show is. Do you want more? I think it 100% mm. did a good job. This, I can't explain it. I caught myself in a moment. I like stepped out of myself while we were watching it. And I was sitting in the chair in our living room and I was holding a mug of tea and I realized that I was smiling. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, because right, right. I just felt so joyous watching it. So the energy that the anime brings is totally represented in this live action version. And I think that they did a really good job. Personally, I think this that granted, I am a new fan to this. I have not you know, been around this for decades, but from what I've seen of the anime and what I've seen now of the live action I think they did a good job of finding ways to take some of those eight episodes fights and maybe bringing it down to two episodes. Right. I think you got to really know the characters. You got to know all their backstories. You got to fall in love with them, but we're still setting off further into the adventure. The benefit that they have with this, because I, I think they did a good job of like beginning and end, mm. like, and then setting it up being like, do you? Do you want a second season? You want a second you season. You know you do. Right. And I love it when shows do that, but it's also more devastating when they don't get the second season. <laughs> I would have been devastated. Right. But I think they did do a good job and they have the benefit of having thousands of episodes, hundreds of chapters of the manga to be like, okay, so if we're going to do this in live action format, who are we cutting or who are we introducing earlier, mm. but then kind of shifting things around? Yeah. And I think that- the beginning is so important to really hook people to this. I thought they did a really good job. I mean, I I am going to say I did miss Django, the hypnotist guy. Oh, yeah. During the whole, like, Kurdo I thing. loved those three little kids that were Usopp's little oh. pirates. That They were so cute. Yeah. It was like carrot, onion, and something. I don't know. I feel like vegetables. That, that whole town um, with them, where Usopp's story, where they meet Usopp, I feel like that was the one that was cut down the most and really changed the most, right? Changed, because right. that whole fight takes place on the shoreline. That I will say that fight also was a lot more scary in the anime than it was in the live action. I, they did a good job with this, like a thousand times worse Freddy Krueger looking guy yeah. <laughs> do it. But I, you know, speaking of their like backstories, it's such a smart way to introduce the characters and also for you to feel something for them or relate to them in some way or want to make sure that they succeed. Mm. And I, you know, getting Usopp's story the way we got it, even though it was cut down, still got the same exact effect that you got in the anime. Same thing with Zoro and Nami. But I just also love seeing them as little kids. Mm-hmm. It's such a like, you feel like you know them more than you actually do. When they do that. Yeah. And they did such a good job of casting the little kid versions. Uh, 
of them. I I always think of the original It, the TV movie. <laughs> I felt like that was such a good casting of the young cast mm. and the old cast. And you can, when they do it so well, you're like, yes. And I mean, the kid who plays Little Luffy was just, he was stellar. Oh, I out of all of the, the younger cast, he knocked it out of the park. He did ob- get more scenes than the rest of them, but... So good. I mean, crying on cue. Crying on cue. Uh, He's a little star. Stabbing his face? Not okay. Jeez. A lot of stabbing. A lot yeah. of people stabbing themselves. People stabbing other people. It's I a pirate's like, life. I didn't like how they didn't shy away from that, though. Because it, it is, in a, not, I wouldn't say explicit, but it's like these people have cannons and powers and swords. Like, you, you have to show the blood. A little bit because then I it's going to disconnect almost. But the balance of like how wacky this thing is, but also how serious and deadly it can be. They did a good mix between those two. I agree. And it really makes me think of the incredible job that Inyaki does. Uh, right. Because he has to hold this all together. Right. He has to give us these levels of I mean, he's a kid who wants to be a pirate. King of the pirates. King of the pirates. How dare you? And so, apology. I'm sorry. Uh, and so, <laughs> Luffy. I apologize, and Yaki. I would. I will be a straw hat pirate. I promise. <laughs> I don't know what I will bring to the crew, but I will do it. <laughs> I think though, it really does. Everything hinges on his performance, and he has to be able to be irreverent and fun, but he also has to be able to be serious. And really be there for his friends. Right. And I think throughout these storylines where we're learning their backgrounds and we're learning who they are, he's the one that's there to connect it all. Right. Um, and really, his performance was fantastic, and he does it. Oh, so good. Which, just ask a question, because it's fun to ask these questions. Which backstory of theirs is your favorite? Not necessarily what who's your favorite Straw Hat crew member, oh. but whose backstory is your favorite? Okay. So they changed it a little bit in the show, but my favorite backstory is Sanji's. Oh, you stole mine. Ooh, battle, battle, battle. <laughs> he, his is my favorite. And I think because, you know, they changed it slightly. Just just a tiny, tiny bit. But his was his. And I, I believe um, Nami's and Luffy's was the most. This is what their backstory is or the little bit that we got for Luffy. Um, but Sanji's was really this, that's what happens. Like he does, he gives them all the food. He keeps all the treasure, you know, he doesn't eat his leg in the anime, but that was a dark detail. Yes. I appreciate that was the change. (laughs) And I was trying to figure, I guess it made his actions even more heroic. Right. Whereas in the anime, he loses his leg when he's actually swimming to save Sanji. So either way he saves him. Yeah. A rope rips it off or something like right. that. Whereas in this one, he cuts his own leg off and he eats it. Mm. <sighs> I mean, he's a cook. So, so he knows sashimi. I'm sure it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. 60 days. They sure. were stuck on that yeah. rock two months. Yeah. His, his was definitely my favorite. Um, I love obviously all of them. The change to Zoro's backstory, not change, um, but the abruptness of it mm. kind of threw me off a little bit. I love Zoro in the series and in the in the live action. But the the point where, you know, it's him and he's training and everything. And then when the dojo guy come, comes to him and he's like, she died. Right. It's like, what? There was an accident. Like, even though we knew that that was coming, I was like watching the show. I was like, there was no like hint or there was no. Um, what is it, urgency mm. that she would possibly die. And it was abrupt in the way of like, but why? Yeah, there was like no how? reason given. Yeah, that that's like really literally my only critique with this entire season. I was like, well, his thing that kind of was the catalyst for really becoming the greatest swordsman, I felt like could have been done a little more carefully. Yeah. But- And I, I mean, I thing. think on, you kind of touched on this before. I think that- Usopp's was the most brief. Yeah. We really didn't get much of his backstory. I don't know if they're going to get into it a little more, but, you know, we just know that his father is a pirate. He went away. He was kind of the boy who cried wolf and his mother passed away. Right. That's all we really got. Right. Um, I mean, we, this Usopp is just so lovable uh. and so caring. 
But it was like, oh, we, okay, I guess we'll just take that and that's all we'll get. Yeah, I, I feel like the the loneliness of his character didn't shine through as much as I like. I would have liked it to, or, you know, wanting to find those pirates because that would mean his dad's back. And they, they touched on it briefly, but, um, you know, I do, I do think the relationship between him and, um, Miss gray teeth, the Kaya, Kaya, (laughs) she's sick. Noah, she's drinking her blue tea. Yeah. The blue, bright blue tea girl. Like, and also it was in a clear teapot. Like, Listen, the cook. The I'm not cook, blaming the victim here. The cook's hair looked like cat ears. I mean, this is a wild world they live in. Okay, sometimes tea is blue, and it's the only thing they're allowed to drink. And it glows. And it glows. And sometimes your parents die in a shipwreck, and some random guy comes back and says, "Your parents sent me here to uh, take care of you." Is that the story of Frozen? Oh my god! Kind of right. Yeah, but is there's no guy El- that comes back. Is she yeah. Elsa? She does have quite white hair. <laughs> I think she's And she Elsa. Is, has been locked in her mansion for quite some time. Hello. Kaya, let it go. <laughs> the let, sickness. Let the blue go. <laughs> the sickness go. Okay? The cold never bothered her anyway. <laughs> or something. But she's fine now. Yeah. She is a shipping heiress. She is Jackie Onassis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's she's fine. And she has regular tea now. Just, just a nice English breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Chamomile for when she needs to relax. (laughs) The the set and the costume design and the way the show looked was phenomenal. There's been reports of um, how much the show cost. Um, And in my time that I did meet the people at Netflix, I got to talk to one of the executives that is doing these shows. They're actually going to be working on the Avatar The Last Airbender live action one. So I got a little bit of information with that, which I'm not going to say just yet. Um, but the amount he had said that when they were talking about budget, that they said, you know, it's like Bridgerton, you don't skimp on the wig bit wig budget. <laughs> we're not going to skimp on like the, the ship, budget. the ships and the way it looks, <laughs> because that's kind of what makes you go into that world. Yeah. But the reported numbers that like have come out about how much the show cost, like Game of Thrones level numbers insane well i believe it i mean look at the costumes for i mean nami has just a t-shirt and shorts but she has like five (laughs) different outfits that are true to the anime it's all the wigs all the orange wigs they built that ship Mm. with that giant sheep head there was there were some moments where i was like those aren't CGI ships. No. Those are real ships. All the fishmen, <laughs> that's practical makeup. Yeah, they yeah. made those masks and yeah. those hands. I mean, it's stellar work. It's stellar work. And that's the thing is that because they put so much into it, the product is, in, is right. incredible. And I feel like the the nature of the series, the the wonder, the wanting them to fulfill their dreams and really believing in Monkey D. Luffy's quest to go to the Grand Line and do all this stuff. I feel like the nature of that, having that type of just suspending all disbelief and believing everything that's happening, it kind of lends itself to those really goofy moments or like where the CGI is like, I know this is CGI, but like, I'm fine with everything that's happening. It's just, they kind of created this perfect mix of people accepting what is going on, but also it looks great at the same time. Yeah, It's, it's a good mix. And I feel like, with it just being like, okay, this boy does have powers. All he had to do is eat a fruit, but he can't swim, but that's it. Like nothing crazier than that. <laughs> the sea, the sea takes its revenge on you. Turns its back. Okay. And you can drown and die. Uh, deal with it. Uh. <laughs> so I think with all of the investing they did with this and building the actual ships, they would be foolish not to do a season two. Uh, yeah. Right. Don't waste it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been, again, number one on Netflix this whole time. It looks great. The actors are fantastic. The wigs, phenomenal. You know one person where I was hoping they'd be a little more suave, like their anime counterpart? Gold Roger. Mm. He looks quite dirty. (laughs) But that feels more realistic. It does. As the king of the pirates who has just been, you know, flitting around the world? I know, but like his... like. (laughs) 
and this is just like the nerdy side, right? And it's his walking to his execution was more like him walking to his coronation as opposed to an execution. And I feel mm. like because he looked like, how was this guy King of the Pirates? He looks like you just pulled him out of the gutter. To me, that was the only thing where I was like, I wish he looked as suave as he did. I mean, <laughs> maybe he was in prison for a while. He probably did. Yeah. Right. That's probably it. But I like I think we need to talk about, to me, the suavest of the suave <gasps> Who? is Mihawk. Oh. Come on. Mihawk. He's giving us that Pan Am facial hair. <laughs> Right? It's very pennant. Right? He's got those golden eyes. He has a coffin, little tiny ship. Yeah, it's just him. Yeah. And his giant, I mean, he's also a religious figure. Yeah. He wears a cross on his neck. His sword is a giant cross. He believes in the art of the sword. Yes. And the thing that I like about Mihawk as a character is that there isn't like someone gave me orders, I have to carry it. Mm. It's like, this is the situation and that's okay. Well, he's one of the seven warlords, so- I feel like he's afforded that. Right. So even though the Marines are like, you have to kill this Mm. guy, he gets there and he's like, actually, you're really great. It's not your time to die. I'll see you later. (laughs) I really liked the scene between uh, Zoro and Mihawk. Out of all of the the villains, the side characters, you know, sorry, Buggy, Mihawk was my favorite. I just, I loved the whole scene. I thought he looked fantastic. And the dude was just, that was suave. Mm -hmm. He was just like amazing. The music that was playing, oh my God. Little tiny, little tiny. It's not even a dagger. What is that? It's like a, it's a pen knife. It's a, it's a tiny thing. It's a whittling <laughs> whittler. Also a knife? I think it's a knife. Herring knife? Cheese knife. <laughs> a cheese knife for a soft brie. It's a charcuterie board one. Ah, it's not yes. even sharp. It's just You one. can, with a piece of chalk, write the type yeah. of cheese on it. But that's how good he is. <laughs> yeah. That's how good he is. Oh, so good. I'm very excited. That we got the little scene between him and Shanks just mm. to get a little bit more Mihawk in the show. Yeah. Oh, very good. I Mihawk is like top. Me likey Mihawk. Me likey Mihawk. Okay. <laughs> Out of the sort of the the evil pirates that mm. we meet, did you have a favorite? Buggy. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's great. I think him being around longer was a fun thing that they did as opposed to like in the anime where you don't see him until a little later, but it was just fun. I think, you know, the actor that played him did a fantastic job of doing it. And I love, love people thirsting after buggy online. (laughs) It is so bizarre because I remember again, we're doing an it reference, but you know, kids and clowns, but I remember the first chapter of it when it came out, there was people online that were like, am I weirdly attracted to Pennywise? Which I feel like they need to talk to somebody about that. Yeah, that's a bit more of a jump than Buggy, (laughs) I feel like. I feel like Buggy really opened the doors to people being like, I think I'm into clowns. Clown play? Yeah, I, (laughs) I think I like clowns. But I mean, that aside... Fantastic. I think he was great. He was really great. And I agree. I liked having him around a lot. And from what I've seen, Buggy is in one piece. He's quite a, yeah. For like ever. A lot of these characters are. Yeah, which I also love, right? That, okay, I defeated this pirate, but they're not dead. Right. They're gone and they might come back. And I think that's fun. Oh, look who's here. They're back. Oh, are they friend or foe? Uh, it's no. Claudor. Oh, see, I want more Claudor. No, I don't. Yes. No. There's something about him that is so creepy Man. that I can't help but gravitate towards it. I think I want more creepy or more ruthless. To me, I'm just like, stop. The daintiness of this man, right? Just- he's exactly. He's so <laughs> dainty that even though he has like foot long claws on, he just. Oh, he just uses the little bottom of his hand to push up his glasses. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the it's the juxtaposition between the two just just right. gets me. I also am so excited that we got to see Alvita oh, in this. Little who, tiny bit. Just a little tiny bit, but I love Elia Isorelis Polino, yeah. <laughs> who plays Alvita. I'm glad you wrote that down because we, I could not remember her name. We fell in love with her. For her role in the sex lives of college girls. She was in in the first season. Everyone fell in love with her. They gave her a bigger part in season two. And I was so happy to see her get more work. And I mean, she totally embodies Elvita. She did. The little tiny bit of screen time she got 
It was fantastic. I love the little hint at the end that Alveda and Buggy are going to kind of team up or mm. at least they're in the same area. And I just want those two actors that are playing those characters to just do more yes, things. Just play off each other. Oh, so good. Yeah. What did you think of the whole Arlong storyline? I thought it was fine. Mm. I think... Yeah, again, it's where the anime benefits, right? It's Mm. you're with the story a little longer. There's more moments where you can really feel the emotions or get to know some of the characters that play a bigger part. Um, This is the scene, you know, even Emily Rudd herself said like this, the help me scene is like what was like, I'm a One Piece fan. Like I wasn't expecting this level of like, oh, twist and emotion. And I love this character. I think... So I lied earlier. This is my other critique, (laughs) little tiny critique. I think with Luffy knowing about Arlong and everything beforehand, because in the anime, he doesn't know. He, He doesn't know about any of that. They're separated this whole time. And when he finally goes to Nami in the anime and after she's like kind of tore her tattoo out and she's just completely helpless without knowing anything, she asks him for help. And he's like, okay. Of course. So it's like that simplicity was almost taken. I'm not saying it was not done well. But to me, like in the anime, it's like, yeah, that is the scene where it's like Luffy is a great person. Mm -hmm. And holy shit, that scene. In the show, I thought they did a good job. I think they did a good job of illustrating how much Nami was hiding and why she needed to do that. And you didn't really get hints that like, There was something else going on in the background until right before it happened, Mm -hmm. which I very much appreciated in Mm -hmm. the show because as like somebody that already knows the story, I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for this to happen, but I didn't notice like any hints, you know? Yeah. I think they did a good job. I think Arlong was great. I think the fight at the end was fantastic. So well done. A lot of the budget probably went into that building falling, (laughs) but it was very well done. I liked the arcade aspect that they kind of gave these. That was really fun. Bro-y fishmen. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I really, I thought they did a good job as well. I actually was missing a bit of the lighter moments that the anime mm. gave us, right? There's that one fish guy in the anime that's just a complete fool. What's his name? The octopus guy. The octopus guy. Oh, and he's so like helping though. the wrong people. <laughs> he's bringing people places. He's giving people the wrong information. Yeah. And we needed that because Nami's storyline is just so heartbreaking. It's just constantly over and over just bad things happening to her. So we needed that bit of levity, which I really appreciate in the anime. And I wish we got a little bit of that. Mm. I wish we had that character. I think he was sort of there as in a look, but he wasn't there as the character. That would make sense. I feel like they're going to do that a lot where it's like this character didn't really have a big role, but they're like, they're there. The scene that... I thought was like a really big emotional punch in this whole thing of the revelation of Arlong going back on the deal with Nami and everything was when she was running after them and she was running through the, um, the tangerine Mm. grove or whatever. I mean, Emily Rudd knocked it out of the park in that scene. It was just the emotion was there. I love the way that was shot. It was so good. It was like leading up right to where she like drops on her knees Mm -hmm. and does the help me part. Mm -hmm. Um, just very very good i think they as a show like this needs something like that to show like their stakes that are more than just like a ship is shooting at us or like we need to get this map but there's like personal emotional stakes and i think that's why it's so beloved is Mm. that it matches the antics with the emotional depth so good so good and just even talking about some of the sort of antics the the little details of I love I'm sorry I love seagulls delivering newspapers they are jacking up the prices like they <laughs> they're business gulls okay? you could just go on your snail phone and just and then go. the snail phones come on <laughs> I love that the snail phones and the snail megaphones like you can get them to look like you also like bluetooth versions yes yeah. <laughs> just pop it right in the ear it's just so bizarre but so right it just makes so much sense. Did you say who your favorite like villain was or the bad pirates? I'm not sure you did. I th- I don't know if I did. Have, I like, answer and then take away the conversation. But no, Probably. I think we kind of touched on it. I mean, I was ha- I think I don't know why, but I think Kudo is my favorite. Mm. He's so slimy. Interesting. What about Garp? 
Garp. Garp. Grandpa. His grandpa. Grandpa Garp. Yeah. Well, he, you know, he. I put him in the um, sort of friendly marine category <laughs> because he's like an antagonist. I he would say. is, but once he gets to him, he's like, "All right, boy, live your dreams." What? I love you, Lofi. I feel like what was that Disney show, <laughs> Luck of the Irish, or the movie? I think it was Luck of the Irish. Oh, one of the Disney, the made for yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's the accent. That's what you're giving me. I thought I was I going it. for more Scrooge McDuck from DuckTales. Oh, also that. <laughs> I like I liked his involvement in it because it gave a little more mystery to like Luffy's past. Yeah. That like in the, the anime up until this point. We didn't know. Nothing. It's like you get the whole Shanks thing. You get all of that. That's it. It takes a little longer for like his family lineage to come out. Um, but I like that they added that with like the Kobe and fantastic bowl cut yes i i think that was a big change from the live action because seeing kobe come together with helmeppo that doesn't happen until after what we've watched so they basically did like a control x you know control v and pasted it here because it did it gave it a lot more context and i think it was funny in watching the anime i was actually really surprised that kobe left so early because Mm. they had hit it off so well of course their dreams are they're going to cross, but in a bad way, right? Because right. in essence, they're enemies, but they obviously like each other enough. So it was fun to see sort of Kobe deal with that throughout this and going, but I like this person, even though I'm supposed to be capturing this person. And I like that they did it in the live action more because you got to see the presence of the Marines more. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the anime up until this point, they're there sporadically, like one of the big people when um, Luffy gets Zoro out of the Marine base, um, they're there, but like they're in it sporadically. And I like that they kept reminding you, like there are pirates, mm. there's the Straw Hats and there's Fishmen and there's the Marines. Right. There's tons of other groups and the world government and everything. But I like that they kept showing you that presence and we got that storyline of them getting trained by Garp earlier. Yes. So that way next season we can get a little bit more it's kind of fast forwarding some of the stuff that doesn't make sense not to include and i think it was a little nicer because in the anime just like we get as many pirates we almost get as many marine captains yeah. that we meet and so this was more of a through line to sort of have this same group of marines following them right so it was easier to follow as a viewer especially because we're switching so many pirates whereas the pirates come back I feel like the Marine captains might not in that way. Mm, right. Because the Marines. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> Boo the Marines. It, it, it's so, it makes me laugh, though, that the, the you know, Marines, you know, the armed forces of this world wear, like, baseball caps. Oh, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> with little mouse ears. Yes. It's great. Yes. I love those hybrid people that are part animal, part human. I really like it, too, because, like. I love that they didn't shy away from it in the live action. You know, they're like, no, these are what these characters look like. They have this yes. color hair. They're going to have that yes. color hair. And I like it too, because it also gives like novice or dabblers of cosplay a ton of other things to cosplay. Like I just need to put ears on a hood mm-hmm. with a hat <laughs> and put Marine. You'll know who I am. Absolutely. Fantastic. And that's, <laughs> What is so great just as a whole, the imagination of there, there's no holds barred in this world, right? This is like a, a, a 10th, a titty, itty bitty, titty, titty, a titty bitty, little tiny bit of like what this series is. Yeah. If you don't care about spoilers, just like look up some of the characters, look up the rest of the straw hat crew. Insane. Yeah. Insane the level of imagination. That's what's so beautiful about it. It's not like he's like, well, Luffy's a human, so then they all have to be humans. (laughs) Or it's like, no, mm, Kaya's but Kyla's parents' accountant is a sheep man. Yeah, (laughs) Mary, Mary, and that's okay. All right, we're fine with that. R.I.P. Rip. Um, but he, it is the going merry. The ship is the going merry. They do do that as a tribute to him. It's going to be there for as long as that ship is there. Yes. is there for a little bit. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I love the ship right now because it's so simple. It's it's so simple. They brought tangerine trees oh. on it for Nami. You know, Sanji is so happy cooking for his crew. It's just who is your I'm gonna ask you two questions. Oh my gosh. So who is your favorite straw hat? 
in the live action, not not the anime. Mm-hmm. So you can't confuse the two. Mm-hmm. And then what job would you rather have on the Going Mary out of all of them? Okay, I definitely would want to be the chef. I know that for sure because I would not be good as a navigator. <laughs> I don't think I could handle three swords. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a requirement. Nor do swords. I want to have the pressure of being the captain of the ship or the sniper of the ship. <laughs> So I just want to cook for people. You just want to be able to like cook and be close to the snacks. I just want to be like, hi, everyone. You having a good time? Oh, there's a fight. Okay. <laughs> Although he does fight pretty yeah, badass. Funny enough, the sniper is the more reluctant one to yes, go into the fight. Exactly. I mean, just as a tangent here, Taz Skyler, who plays Sanji, not only did he do fight training, but he also trained as a chef. Yeah. So the, he has the knife skills to back it up. I'll link the article that I, when I talked to all the cast, because he, this guy. I, I swear to God, he is the most charming and easygoing person I've ever met because he took a group of us because it was like wrapping up, took a group of us. And he's like, let's all just sit down and talk. And he was asking us questions. And we're like, no, can we have five minutes? <laughs> yeah, can you please? We need to talk to you. We need to know <laughs> about you. But he talked about his experience there. I, I did write about it. So I'll put it down below in the show notes that way you can see just like a little tidbit of what he had said. But training did all his own stunts. Oh, my God. So good. Great. Um, But I think my favorite straw hat, I mean, this is so boring, but it's it's Monkey D. Luffy. Interesting. I didn't expect that, but I should have. Luffy is everything I want to be as a person. I feel like that's the energy you give off. That's what I want to be. I want to be supportive. (laughs) I want to be happy and jovial, but I want to be there for you if I need to be. I think the funny thing about that, and it's kind of like Luffy in a way, is that everybody thinks that of you. So you're already there. Oh, that's nice. Ask anybody, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's how I lead my life. That's the type of person I want to be. Oh, okay. Okay. And if I could be stretchy. uh... So you want to be Luffy, but cooking. Yeah. And if I could be stretchy, I could just reach for things. Got it. How about you? So who's your favorite Straw Hat member and what role would you want in the ship? Okay. Role, since you're going to do cooking, I'll let you cook. Um, (laughs) My God. I kind of like the navigator. Mm. I think that's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like just enough pressure, but like always could be busy. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Like Captain is more like, okay, call me when there's decisions to be made, whatever. I mean, their job is important. Um, but Sniper, that's eh, fine. Swordsman, in the mouth. <laughs> you don't. You have to hold one in your mouth. I, I'm not going to be Zorro. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I, I think Navigator sounds like a job that I would appreciate and mm-hmm. I would like. Um, as far as favorite, I mean, Sanji. Is it? He's my he's my favorite. It goes between Usopp and Sanji quite a bit. And mm. then Zoro like, tends to get up there. Mm. But like, I love Sanji's backstory. I love the way he looks. I love that his fighting style is kicks with his hands in his pockets. Yeah, it's and then very he's like, cool. Are you hungry? Like, yeah. <laughs> I just, I love that character so much. I think like after the time jump, when his eyebrows get a little more crazier, I'm like. <laughs> the little loop-de-loos? Yeah, you need he to calm down. He gets a goatee too. Yeah, you need to calm down a little bit. But I just like the jazziness of him. I don't know. You were wearing a blue and white striped button down the other day. You were giving <laughs> off major Sanji vibes. <gasps> I should have worn that for this. This is my most part. We're going to do a. I was trying to do a little Luffy in this because he wears like, you I just don't have really to have like a red. Thing. All right. Here no, we go. Just- <laughs> <laughs> he has like the sort of red this, short sleeve thing. This is going on YouTube. <laughs> da, 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 da. Right. What is it? No nipples on YouTube or something like that. Is that true? No, I don't think so. Because people <laughs> do workout videos, right? I don't know <laughs> what the rules are. You said something. I said, is that true? No, <laughs> no, I think I was just doing hyperbole. Wow. That's very Usopp of you. Oh. Mm. I do have a little Usopp in me. Who doesn't? I love telling a little story and also maybe I'm not that brave. <laughs> you're like, I've been lying to everybody. Well, just like time. now, right? I was <laughs> like, you can't show nipple. And you're like, this true. I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Let us know who your favorite. Yeah. Who your favorite straw hat person is. It could be from the anime, manga, whatever you want to be. Keep it to live action. That's kind of fun. You know, just lessen the pool a little bit. Don't spoil it. But also what job you would want to have. We do know from the announcement for season two that Tony Tony Chopper is coming in. Their medic is coming. Mm -hmm. Their little doctor, little dear boy. He's so cute. Mm -hmm. He's just a little baby. He's got such a big hat. I, 
we'll talk about season two a little bit and wrap up and then sell off into the the grand line and then but we have to wait like two years longer Ugh. who knows i guess it gives us time to catch, catch all the up. way up yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> to when like this like 13 year old boy can punch a god yes like, oh my gosh there's so much like it, because i've been liking stuff about the live action now and like my feed it's all all one piece things white hair <laughs> so big gears i don't even know what that means yeah yeah it's a lot it's a lot but hey we have time yeah i would say like it is intimidating but just start it and just mm. like you know your saturday morning you have nothing really going on put it on yeah you know because there i wouldn't say there's filler episodes but there's like transition episodes there's episodes where they're talking or trying to get somewhere like the same fight for like five episodes it's fine just watch it done 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 you're going to hear that a lot. Yeah. Dun, yep. Dun, 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 dun. You got that a little bit in here too. Mm-hmm. Um, but for Chopper, I'm going to be curious to see how they do that character. Is mm. it going to be practical? Is it going to be a Muppet? Which I would love if it was a Muppet. Muppet. Chopper the Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's just going to be all CGI, which I'm hoping it's one of the other two and not CGI. Someone, someone I saw said something today like i wouldn't mind if they did the detective pikachu kind of thing yeah but that's all cgi i know but i'm saying it looked cool i mean how you know it's like how do you do a fully animal character that's also like like a baby a bunch of like at least four other members that like come onto the straw hat crew have to be cgi like there's no (laughs) there's literal skeleton yeah I don't know how. <laughs> Spoiler, but you know. <laughs> yeah. I actually am like, I'm not looking into these characters, but when I see them, I get very excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully this is like a Stranger's Thing, Stranger's Thing thing where. Stranger Things. Stranger Thing thing. No, I'm trying to say it's like a thing like Stranger Things. But you kept saying Stranger's Thing. Stranger's Things things. <laughs> <laughs> it's one stranger, got it. many things. <laughs> they got it. You got it. But. Where they give them more money and they're like, or not more money, but like you get access to like, okay, now you get the good CGI because we have faith in you because you did so well the first time. Now we're going to actually create a little deer person that's going <laughs> to. It's real. real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would love that. Bioengineering. Little cotton candy lover. Oh, he likes cotton candy. That a lot. is so cute. Oh. I can't stand it. Very excited. So, yeah. So go watch it. It's so much fun. Highly recommend. Yeah, it's like I said, it's the most fun I've had watching something in a really long time. That's true. Where I felt like a kid again in Mm. the best way possible. I wanted to go on an adventure. I feel like everybody can watch it. Mm -hmm. Like you could watch it with your kids and you would get enjoyment. Your kids would get enjoyment. It's fun. It's a wacky hilarity ensues. Great story. Cast is fantastic. Oh, season two. I'm so excited that they got a season two. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. all right till next time see ya bye thanks for listening to a bite of artwork and editing by our own noah be sure to follow us on instagram and twitter at a bite of pod and on facebook at a bite of if you have any questions recommendations or just want to say hi you can contact us on a please be sure to subscribe rate and review to spread the word see you next time on a bite of Bye.